You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Welcome. You are listening to episode 22 of the Blended Family Podcast. Before we get into today's topic, I just wanted to remind you to please send in your submissions for the 25th episode. Last week, in case you missed it, I asked you all to send in your top tip on how you bring your blended family closer together. I want to share them all on the upcoming episode. So you can send those to me by email, which is melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com, or you can send me a voicemail via SpeakPipe, which is speakpipe.com forward slash blendedfamilypodcast. Your input will help make the show great. So thank you in advance for your participation. Okay, so today's topic is something that I have dealt with personally, and I think many blended family homes face at some point. What happens when your child decides they want to move out of your home and in with their other bio parent? This can be really upsetting and trying for the entire family. So today I want to talk about why this happens, how to deal with it, and my own personal story. And then I'm also going to share a listener question, which falls a little in line with today's show. So first, let's talk about the why. Some of it's obvious, which is because they can, right? I mean, in a traditional biological home, it's just not an option. The child has both parents already in the home, and they don't have much choice in the matter. In cases of divorce and blended families, this leaves children with an option to choose. Now, in this case, I'm not really talking about children who are under 12. Most of the time, children under 12 can't really make that decision. However, once over 12, in many states, they can. Depending where you live and your divorce agreement... It might differ for you, but my point is once children reach the preteen and teen years, they are starting to develop very strong opinions and a need for independence. So these are the ages where this usually becomes an issue for you. Now, in my opinion, there are really only two major reasons why the child wants to switch homes. The first is simply because they feel they have lived their whole life with the one parent, and they just want a chance to see what life is like living with the other parent. Maybe they would like to spend more time with the other parent and feel that this would be a good way to do so. I think if we can put our hurt feelings aside, we can understand this reason just a little. The other reason, which by far exceeds the first, is that they are uncomfortable. And what I mean by that is they're uncomfortable with the rules or structure in the home. They feel things are too strict. They think they might be able to get away with more in the other home. They've burned too many bridges with family members in the current home. They want to escape some problems that may have been caused by themselves. I could go on, but I think you get my point. Kids will want to go where they think they will have it easiest. The home with less rules, less chores, less structure. 
more material things, more freedom. The home with the parent that can be more easily manipulated. This is the reason that's harder for us to accept. Now, there is one other reason I should point out, though, before I continue. There are cases of abuse or mistreatment of children, and that can be a very valid reason for a child to want to switch homes. So if you feel your child is in danger in any way, you should contact your local child protection service for assistance. I don't want to ignore the fact that this does go on, even though it's less common. So now how do you deal with this when it comes up? And it will come up even if only as a threat. Children are really good at this when they're mad or under punishment. It's often the first thing they'll go to, whether they're serious or not. If you're not dealing with these issues yet, it doesn't mean you shouldn't think about it, especially if your kids are young. Now, if you have older kids and this hasn't been an issue for you, then you may be in the clear. But if your kids are young, don't assume that you won't be blindsided by this because I was. The perfect time to plan for this situation is actually when things are going well so you can think about it with a clear mind. When you're considering your family and your personal situation, I want you to think how it would feel to you to have your child say to you that they want to leave. How do you feel about your ex-partner and your child potentially living there? Does this make you uncomfortable or uneasy? If uneasy, why? Is it because you think they are unfit to parent or because you don't like their current living arrangement or something of that nature? I want you to think of this, but put your own feelings to the side when you do it. Our own feelings of hurt or inadequacy or disappointment can get in the way. If it's easier, you can make a list of the pros and cons of having your child live with the other parent. This will be helpful to you if and when the topic does come up in your home for you to have already sorted out some of your feelings about it. It doesn't hurt to also have this discussion in advance with the other biological parent if you're on speaking terms. It would be helpful so you each know where you stand and so you have one another's support. I know this isn't always possible, but when these things come up suddenly, you will wish you had discussed it prior. Now, when and if it does come up, the important thing to evaluate with your child is their why. What are they saying is their reason for their decision? Keeping in mind, of course, that teenagers are quite manipulative and may not be completely honest. You will know what their reason is by their actions and by what has been going on with their behavior around the home. I mean, if the child is generally a good, respectful child, but just wants a chance to see life on the other side or switch schools, listen to their case, understand or try to understand where they might be coming from. If the child is disrespectful, challenging your authority and having behavioral troubles, then chances are they are making a decision out of a need to escape. If that is what is in fact going on, this is where it's necessary to be in communication with the other bio parent. You need to sit down and discuss if this is an option and if so, how will it help matters? So you want to look at the other parent's disciplinary style, their rules, their structure, and how it compares to yours. Do you think this move will actually benefit the child 
or make their behavior worse. You know, in some cases, the other parent maybe can help the situation by taking some of the stress off of you, especially with a difficult child. Maybe they can come at the child with a different and fresh approach. In other cases, you may know it's a bad decision. So what can you do? Well, that is going to depend on your individual case. I can't generalize here because each family is so unique. What you need to do first is decide if this is something you will allow or are you totally against it. If you're opposed to it, again, you may have to take a look at your papers and contact a lawyer in your area for some additional advice. Depending on the ex's stance, you may be in for a fight or things may go smoothly. This all depends on your relationship. If you're unsure, you can do a trial thing. This would mean not to change anything with the court system or custody right away. Putting a timeline on things is a good way to try it out without permanent commitment. So you can say, like, let's do six months to a year to see how things go. If you do this, you may want to kind of write up a contract of sorts so everyone, mostly the child, knows what's expected of them. What you don't want is to create a situation where the child feels they can just bounce back and forth as they see fit. That's just too chaotic and it doesn't teach a child the importance of boundaries and rules. So this is where it's so important for you and your ex to try to be on the same page. As far as dealing with a child who may be doing this, as upsetting as it is and as horrifying the situation may be, making a child feel guilty is not going to be helpful, especially if they just want a chance to feel closer to their other parent. That isn't a personal attack against you. And even if they are doing it for other reasons, it's never really about you. It's about them, their wants, their needs, or what they think their wants and needs are. Making them feel horrible can cause damage to your relationship with them. I'm not saying you can't feel hurt or angry or broken. Feel it and tell anyone else how you feel, just not your child, not right now. Understand that teenagers' brains don't function with much reason or thought for consequences. They seem to be living in the now. What do they want right now to make them happy? It's a selfish time for them. They aren't thinking of how their parents feel or their siblings. Whatever they do, if you take it personal, you're going to put yourself in a bad, depressed state. So let me tell you a little bit of my personal story. So you know I've been here and I do understand how this all feels if you're going through it. I don't usually talk too much about my kids, but I will today for you. So my daughter last year when she turned 13 decided she wanted out of my home. She'd been having behavioral issues that entire year and even prior to that. I'm not a yelling mom, but I am strict when it comes to cell phone activities and social activities, meaning I like to monitor what they do, who they talk to, who they hang out with. She didn't like that very much. And so she continued to make things tough around the house. In hindsight, I know what she was trying to do. She was trying to get me to make her leave. And of course, I wouldn't do that. So she finally said she wanted out. All the while, she was telling me she just wanted a chance to live with her dad. 
see, I knew better. Like I told you, you know, your kid, right? Well, her previous behavior and her history told me what she was up to. She wanted to have more freedom and knew that in my home, it just wasn't going to happen. This was probably the most painful time of life I have ever been through. I had to watch my child pack her stuff up in garbage bags and line them up at the door. Everything she owned, which I bought for her in bags. So lots of people said to me, and you might be thinking it too, why did I let her go? I could have fought the issue, but for one, I wanted her to be happy. And two, at the same time, she needed to see that the grass isn't always greener. She does have more freedom at her dad's, but not nearly as much as she thought. And he needed a chance too to see through some of her manipulations because up to this point, I was always the bad guy. So how did it all pan out? Well, it's only been a year. She is still there, still no desire to come back to me. But our relationship is actually much better now than before since I'm not always playing the role of the disciplinarian. I'm still very actively involved in her life, her decisions, and some of her discipline. It's been a process for me, but I'm finally at a place where I'm not pained about it anymore. I've realized that it's got nothing to do with me, but entirely everything to do with her. I've just given you a small piece of my story. Of course, it's much more detailed than that, but I hope this gives you some solace if you're going through a similar situation right now. If you have questions about this, please feel free to comment on the show notes or send me an email. I hope you're never placed in this position, but if you are, just know that you're not alone and things do get easier. Now, interestingly enough, while I was preparing for this show, I got an email from a listener that ties in a little with this very topic, so I wanted to share it with you. It was strange for me because it sounded quite similar to my own situation. So to the listener, if, if you're listening right now, I did write you back, but I'm not sure if you got my personal response, so I won't share your name to protect your privacy. But this is what she wrote. Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much for your podcast. I started listening in early March of this year, truly a blessing. I am seeking advice on how to handle a passive aggressive 15 year old stepdaughter. She has a history of acting out, occasionally displays a lack of self-control around others and behavioral issues have led her to being suspended from school for as long as a semester. She has also continuously challenged her mother's authority, which has resulted in my fiance and I having her full time. Naturally, she's an angel when he's home, but with a job that has him traveling 80% of the time, it's normally me and her left bumping heads over the same issues she's had with her mother. Obviously, I can't change his work schedule, and I have tried enforcing discipline as needed when he's on the road, which he offers his total support, but things are out of hand, and I feel like it's because I'm not the bio parent and shouldn't be left to oversee her to this extent. I've read and am reading book after book on blending families, and I've scheduled her for counseling. Her first appointment is later this week. Any other suggestions? So this is a tough situation you are in here. If your stepchild was already challenging bio mom's authority, I would bet things won't be much better with you, which leaves bio dad, except he isn't around much due to work travels. 
This places you in the most unfavorable position. It's great that he backs and supports you. And I am actually wondering if BioMom supports you as well. It'll help if she's on the same page. The child needs to know she can't manipulate any person in the equation. You also didn't say how long you've been in your stepdaughter's life. If you've been around since before she became a teen, it's, it's easier. But if you're newer, she really isn't going to feel she needs to listen to you. This is not an ideal situation. Ideally, your husband would be much more present or she would live with the bio mom. You sound like a great stepmom though. And you really are stepping in and doing your part. You should be proud of that. Setting up counseling is a great idea and it can really help sort things out for you. Now also set up some family group sessions in addition to individual sessions. That'll help your overall communication as a unit. There's no easy answer here because you seem stuck in your current living arrangement. And unless your husband can be home more, it leaves you bearing a lot of the burden. So I invite you to join our private Facebook group at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group where you can find not only other blended families, but also Christina Roach. She's a great professional resource and also lots of extra info on her website, which is successforsteps.com. Anyway, my main piece of advice is to be sure you're all on the same page, do the counseling. And another thing you can try is to write a contract that you all sign of her expected behavior around the home. Include written consequences so she knows what will happen if she breaks the house rules. That will take some of the pressure off of you because everything will be in writing. So with the contract, you won't really have to keep reiterating rules and consequences. It'll be there posted for her so she'll know what she needs to do. If you need more help with that contract and ideas for it, write me back so I can help you in greater detail coming up with something specific for her. So to the rest of the listeners, if you have a question you would like to send in to me, please send them to melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. I am posting all of the links we talked about in the show notes. I hope today's show was helpful. If you have an idea for a topic that you want me to cover, let me know. Please send in those tips for me too. Next week, I have a very serious listener question that you don't want to miss. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.